What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Bricklayers in ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, 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 do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode of the show, man. Got a great show on tap for y'all as we preview UVA versus Georgia Tech. Saturday night, 7.30, Scott Stadium. A win can make the Who's Bowl eligible. Just think. Three, almost four weeks ago, nobody was talking about six wins right now. Everybody was like, yo, we may not win another game. And look at us now. Three-game winning streak for the Wahoos as they have defeated Miami, Louisville, and Duke since taking back-to-back losses to two schools from North Kakalaka. 500 yards of rushing. Giving up in those two weeks combined. The Wahoos, man, bouncing back. And this is a tough task, man. Georgia Tech is definitely a tough task. We're going to jump into all that they have to bring because it's not going to be as easy as people think. When I look at them on film, I actually get ex- excited. Like, looking at their offense, like, man, that's that's a fun offense right there. That's what I said looking at it. Like, breaking down the tape, like, especially, like, the pit game. I look at the pit game because pit throw the ball a lot. So, I was like, let's look at how they attack pit um, defensively. But, uh, yeah, man, this is episode 914. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. Go to anchor.fm, search the Ball Hawk Show. If you want to support, there is a support button on the main page of the podcast you hit that button, you can donate 99 cent, $4.99, or $9.99. Suppreci- uh, I said appreciate, appreciate, appreciate all the monthly supporters, man. Um, yeah, I would name drop you, but I ain't going to name drop you. But I definitely appreciate your monthly donation to the podcast. Uh, salute to my sponsor, Abra Insurance. Go to Abra Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto life insurance. They're great people at Able Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. If you don't know, Abra Insurance is also a proud sponsor of the walkthrough and also UVA football. So if you're in the stadium um, on Who Vision, you will see an Able Insurance logo at some point of the game. And also, if you go to John Paul Jones Arena, doing basketball games. It'll, it'll be up there, so salute to the great people at Able. Also, Manscaped.com, a promo code still active, still get you 20% off. The promo code is the Ball Hawk Show. All caps, all one word, the Ball Hawk Show. Go to Manscaped.com, get you 
the lawnmower 4.0. Go get it. Take care of yourself down there. We always focus on getting haircuts. Make sure you're cutting your heads. Well, not literally, but make sure you, you know, groom yourself, man. Take care of yourself. You, you, you know, your fellas would thank you. Go to manscaped.com, promo code the ball hawk show. So how are we going to set this off, man? How are we going to, so I appreciate everybody, man, that's been going to amahawkins.com and going to the contact us and emailing me your feedback for podcast episodes, your thoughts on the game. Like you could be an analyst too, man. Use that contact. Give me your thoughts on games. Give me your thoughts on what you saw. Um, and I, and I respond back. I can incorporate your, you know, answer questions that you have right here live on my podcast. Salute there's everybody that's gotten smart as well and is using themyhawkins.com for the coaches' questions as well versus just DMing me. You guys are creative. I mean, you can't do nothing with y'all. Y'all wahoos. Y'all smart. You know what I'm saying? But appreciate that, man. Keep them coming. Um, like I said, I try to make sure I respond back with any and everybody because that's what I, I like to do. I like to interact with everybody. I'm a communicator, as you can tell behind the mic. So, look, it's been a lot of music requests, too. And I don't want to overwhelm people with a bunch of music every episode. Um, so we could dibble and dabble. The songs may not play as long, but I want you to know that I am in tune to your requests. Don't think you just emailing and it's not reaching me or I, I receive an email and not following through because I don't want to set that precedent. But, yeah. We got a lot of requests, and I'm trying to make sure it flow. I do want to say I like the request that somebody gave me, and they said play music from the city in which the team that our opponent is from. So, like, Georgia Tech from Atlanta. Play some down south artists, you know, whether it's hip-hop. It don't matter, but I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I used to do that a couple years ago, though. I did. I would try to find artists from the city or the area and, and, and play their music as a lead up. But then I did get a special request. Somebody said they wanted some go-go and I had to do my type of my, my, my type of lane for go-go. You know what I'm saying? So look, we're going, we got a nice quick blend of the go-go request. And then we got another gentleman who wanted to hear Nas eat them. I'm going to play that at the end. So listen to the end for your request. Salute to you. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been jibber jabbering too long. It's been too quiet. So let's go ahead and jump into it right now. Ho, 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 ho. We got to start from the top. It's it's different when it hit from the top. What y'all know about this? Who was outside when this was out? It's that feel-good hip-hop right here. It's that kid and play right here. Yeah, let's start it off. That's how we're going to do it. We rolling. You rolling with ball hog right now, not kid and play. But we playing kid and play right now. Let's go. Only, only, like, a, only like 60 seconds. Let's go. 60 seconds, let's go. 60 seconds, let's go. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. Petty Hawk says, shut up. Go. About this beat that we have here, but the show is funky. Yeah, I gotta play it to the drop. Yo, kid, I don't know what it is about this that the show is funky. It's time to rock, shall we? Sure. 
We're just hyping it up, you know, just like it had to be. Yeah, y'all know about that kid play. Y'all don't know about that dead boy. You know nothing about that, 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 that boy. Let me see if you know nothing about this right here, that, 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 that boy. We're going to keep that go-go going. For it was a request, so let's stay with the vibe. You know what I'm saying? We take it way back right here. This that cookout music. Who playing spades right now? Huh? I'm cutting off the top. Yeah, cut cards. Let's go. We busting loose. Keep what you got until you get what you uh-huh. need, y'all. Yeah, yeah. What you know about that Chuck Brown, huh? You got to give a lot just to get what you need sometimes, y'all. Yeah. Give it, give it, give it, give it a bridge now. Hey. Yeah. I feel like busting loose. That's it. That's it for the go-go request. All right, man. We playing Georgia Tech. Getting ready for them yellow jackets. You know what I'm saying? So we got to set the mood right since it's the ATL. They probably come out to a song like this. Huh? What y'all think? They might come out to this. I know I would. Can't go wrong with Jeezy. Yeah. I put on I put on for my city on home for my city on home on on yeah 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 let's get it when they see me off in traffic they say Jeezy on some mother send them Running straight back to the dealership Me, I'm in my spaceship That's right, I work for NASA This 7 is not a fraud we ain't gonna play them that long. We ain't gonna play the songs that long. We ain't gonna play the songs that long. We gonna switch it right up. We switched it right. We switched it right back up. Uh oh. You know you gotta play Ti. We talking about the South. The King of the South. Hey. 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 VIP. What is that? From the VIP. Heard the nightlife lost life. What that mean? Most feds in the state want to see by me. The whole city got pissed. Heard he got three. That other rapper got a hip and shouted, he got me. He got free. The king back now. How to act now. Yep. And then you got to end with the OGs. You got to end with the OGs, man. This is this the last song we playing right here. We just gonna let this ride out right here. Let's let's let it ride out. Ha. Yeah. I'm gonna sit back and be quiet for this one. Respect to Outkast. Uh huh. Somebody hit me the other day for a rendezvous with the good and the dungeon crew. Let's say her name is Susie Screw, cause she screwed a lot. Making a n- hit that chunk at legitimate spots. Not no parks, back seats, and things of that nature. Had to hate your player. You digging up down, never said I'm hater. Straight later, slayed the like Darth Vader. Made her from Collie Park and fed all the way down to the hater. Like Jada, her whip was sharp and sporty. That was shouty. Saving the snake on eggs in a beam of 840. It's foggy. I went to the grip and called her, but she lost me. My baby mama beat me. Seven o'clock is gonna cost me, but I still wanna cut her dope. Maybe she had to work. I called her in the mall, wearing a real tight skirt. She was fine as I wanted to sex the up. She said, let's hit the parking lot so I can sick your duck. I say cool, I really wanted to cut you, but this is dude I gotta pick up my daughter, plus my baby mama beat me too She said she understood and everything was kosher I gave her a little wheel CD and a poster It's like that now, it's like that now You better go get the hoe about your bag now 
it's like that now. All right, man. That's it, man. That's it for the for the for the music portion, man. If you if you people that don't know, you know, you know, you don't like hip hop and stuff, you know, you probably hit nothing. 30, 30, 30, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. <laughs> Fast forward. 30, 30, 30. Damn, the music's still going. 30, 30. It's like I lied. We got one more. We got one more song. I, th- I lied. Got you. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That's it. All right, man. Let's get to the let's get to the podcast. Get to the scout reporter. Wait, wait, the breakdown coming. Hold on, hold on. Mom's over Baghdad. Bombs over Baghdad. Come on, I know you singing it. Come on. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> All right, here we go, man. All right, Georgia Tech preview brought to you by sthujuice.com. That's sthujuice.com. Go get your shut the hell up juice of pearl and your ball hawk. Show a pearl, your be great a pearl. Just get you some pearl from sthujuice.com. So Georgia Tech comes in to this contest. Three and three overall, two and two in the ACC. They average 28.5 points. Let's go to the tail of the tape. 28.5 points a game. While the Wahoos average 36.1. The Wahoos lead the NCAA in first downs with 189. Georgia Tech has 122 rushing yards a game. Georgia Tech has 1,001 total yards, averaging 166.8. The Wahoos, 842, averaging 120.3. Georgia Tech is the second team in a row that has more rush attempts than passing attempts. They have 238 rush attempts to 161 passing attempts. They are efficient when they throw the ball, though. Out of one sixty-one, they have completed one hundred two. That's 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 pretty. That's good. They average two hundred thirty-four yards passing. We average four hundred five, which is the ACC leader. We are also the ACC leader in total offense. We have three thousand six hundred and eighty-three total yards in the six games. We play six games, seven games. I'm tripping. We play seven games. They play six games. And seven games. They only play six games. They have 2,405 total yards. So, um, Georgia Tech on film, bro, they are a very fast team defensively. On offense, they got a spread pro-style type offense. On defense, they play a 4-2-5. Their linebackers are like strong safeties. They can run. I mean, they can really 
run and get after it. Um, the three linebackers ranked in the top 10 in the ACC in tackles. Quez Jackson is first, averaging 10.2 tackles a game. Eli, I think it's a Yende Eli. He's third, averaging 9.2 tackles a game. And Charles Thomas averages 7.8 tackles a game. So that defense legit, man. Um, they play man-to-man on the outside. They will come up and challenge you at the line of scrimmage. They want to make you uncomfortable. They want to speed you up. Um, I mean, they take they, they take their chances with you throwing the ball. Their head coach is dubbed the Minister of Mayhem. He's known for putting together some of the college football's top defenses over the past nine seasons when he was at Mississippi State and then at Florida. Then he went to Temple as a head coach and now at Georgia Tech. Over the past 10 seasons, his defenses have ranked in the top 20 nationally in total defense three times, twice in the top eight, ranked in the top 25 in scoring defenses four times, twice in the top 12, ranked in the top 30 in passing defense five times, and twice in the top 13. Um, he's ranked in the top 15 in interceptions four times and twice in the top 10. Um, this season, they are tied for six in red zone defense, tied for third in defensive touchdowns, and third in fumble recoveries. So, and they went up against some legit offenses. Pitt, which was fifth. Um, Notre Dame, when, I mean, not Notre Dame, North Carolina when they was hot. Um, if you didn't see that game live on TV, they was getting out to Sam Donald. Sam Howell, I said Sam Donald. What the heck am I talking about? Still thinking NFL is a Sam Howell that was getting after him and um, making it very uncomfortable. But defensively, man, we got to be sound. We got to take advantage of their inability to get off the field on third downs. They're one of the worst teams as far as opponents' third down conversions. So, uh, got to take advantage of that. They want to be opportunistic. They want to cause turnover. So, if you got the football, hold on to the football. B.A., be smart when you throw the football because they will take advantage of, of it if they get their hands on the football. Um, they play a lot of man-to-man. They will play a lot of combo, meaning me and you playing in and out, like first man in, I got this guy, and then you take the next guy. So, you know, we run some double ins, some double outs. We run some type of levels to where it's an in at a shallow level and an out at 10 yards deeper than the first route. They get confused. Wheel routes, pick plays, those type of things um, they seem to have an issue with. And I really like the fact that Coach Now already does a lot of motioning and and, and re, uh, resetting pre-snap so you can see what they're in. And maybe you could get them to check to a zone. But um, they will send three guys and just play coverage as well versus Pitt. They was dropping eight sometimes. And then the backer will come late if he think that the back is just standing in the block. And so they're not afraid to just play coverage and make the quarterback read. That's how they was playing uh, the quarterback from Pitt for, at times. And then they were just getting some – they were getting pressure mainly because they were dropping so many guys. But, you know, that, that Pitt game was a good game for me. I watched that a lot because I just felt like with their offense being explosive, I just wanted to see – how they played them, and Pitt actually was opportunistic. They got two interceptions the first two drives. Uh, one was a tip 
they picked off um, Sims. And then the next one, he got hit as he was throwing, and they took that back for a pick six, actually. So um, I think that was a pick six. No, it wasn't. It must have got called back, but it just looked like it was a pick six on on the tape, but it wasn't because it's showing that somebody had a 33-yard. Well, it don't say what it is. Anyway, but, yeah, so Pitt jumped out on them. Pitt scored 21 points. They scored 42 in the first half. So it was 42 to 14 at the half. And, uh, Georgia, like I said, Georgia Tech, they want to control the line of scrimmage. They want to control the ball. Um, offensively, they will spread you out. It looks similar to North Carolina. They want to get you in space. They're going to be empty a lot of times. And then when they want to run the football, it's going to, it's going to be what we saw versus Louisville. It's going to be what we saw versus Miami and North Carolina. They're going to have that H back in the backfield offset behind one of the tackles on either side and running that inside zone. But the the kicker is they have a mobile quarterback. Like Duke was easier for us because their quarterback, even if he kept the football, his mobility wasn't above average. He was average to below average unless they put their back up in. Then that was an indicator that, hey, we know he's not going to throw the ball. But with Sims, the thing about him is that he doesn't hold the ball long. The times he has held the ball is when he's got in trouble. He will steal down the first read because he's going to get the ball out. He's going. He's a young guy. It's only his second year, so he was a true freshman last year. So he will be pre. Sometimes pre snap, he's going to look at the defense and predetermine where he's going to go, and he throws a good ball. I mean, he has a lot of zip behind it. He throws a good deep ball. Um, they want to isolate guys so their receivers sometimes spread out wide. It could be two or three, and they count. If it's three of them outside and we only got two, they'll throw a quick bubble screen to see if we could get off blocks and, and tackle in space. Same way when they run an inside zone, they spread you out to see who can win their one-on-one matchup. And when your nose guard do a good job of not allowing their guard to get second level to one of your linebackers. So you got to play assignment football. But you got to be aggressive and got to finish. If you wait for this kid, he going he gonna to do you dirty. If you wait for Sims and you got your feet dead and you waiting for him to make a move, you still going to be there. He going to be gone. You got to attack him. You got to close the space. He don't give you a bunch of wiggle, but he, got, he has deceptive quickness to where he's constantly moving forward as he's giving you moves. So defensively, man, it's one of the things that you kind of play him like you play Malik Cunningham. And when you play Lamar Jackson again, when he came to Scott Stadium, you have a twist. It's an educated pass rush in which you're just condensing the rush lanes and making him throw the football, making him see different colors in his face because the kid rarely tries to get out the pocket on the outside. He will climb. He wants to step up because that's the biggest threat. I always say anytime a dude threat quarterback can go forward, that's when they give the spies a lot of trouble because as they're climbing a ladder, I mean, as they're moving forward with their eyes still down the field, the spy, they have to make a decision. Like, do you come in closed space? Because now you open up a window right behind you. You don't know if you're opening something up by stepping up. And then when you step up and you miss, if you miss, then it's, you blow the doors off. A lot of times, 
when you are playing defense and you're a defensive coordinator and you know you have a spy, you want to force him to a side. You try to force him and use the sideline as your friend because you can play inside out. It's like the angle angle tackling. You remember the drill you used to do the sideline drill back in the day when you get the hip, get the hip, and you trap it, trap it, trap it to get the sideline. A lot of times people always say, oh, don't let the quarterback get outside the pocket. It's like, okay, you're a right-handed quarterback. We're going to flush you to your left. Because we know if we flush it to your left, we can tell when you're about to throw. You got to clear that shoulder. So you need that half a second. Now, if you get out to your right, it's going to be hell. Because I seen versus Pitt, he got out to his right, and they tried to close the space, and he threw a dart for a touchdown. So um, it's going to be difficult to slow down this offense just because of their personnel, personnel, groupings, how they align their receivers. They spread you out. So it's like if you play man and you're a DB, you can't have a clock because he's going to buy some times with his legs. If anything, you got to make them methodically move the ball down the field, throwing the football. Like it can't be a lot of yards after the catch. That's the, that's the great thing we did versus Duke. It wasn't a lot of yards after the catch in that game. Y'all did a phenomenal job of tackling them. I think they averaged like one yard a catch, at, one yard after the catch. I think that's what a total to or two yards. But you know what I mean. Um, I like that running back, though, number one. He's a freshman. He runs hard. He was running some guys over. But Sims is the engine. I know y'all want y'all want some stats, huh? Y'all want his numbers? All right, I'll give you his numbers. Petty Hawk said y'all want some numbers. Um, he is a leading rusher for the team. He averages 63 yards rushing the game on 38 carries. Um, Gibbs, he averaged 46 yards a game. That's the running back I was telling you. Um, throwing the football in four games, Sims has an efficiency of 160.3. He's 50 of 84 interceptions. He completes 62.5% of his passes. He has six touchdowns. So six touchdowns to four interceptions. He's He averages 197.8 yards per game throwing the football, but he demands your attention. You know, he has a lot of savvy. Can you confuse him with coverage? Yes. Can you confuse him with stunts? Yes. But let me tell you something. He'll take off. Like if you run in a game, meaning you run in some type of twist and you lead the middle of the, like you cross the center and the center is uncovered, he'll take off. It won't be a design, and they do a design. They do the quarterback draw like we used to with Perk. They do the quarterback power like we used to with Perk. Quarterback sweep like we used to with Perk. Like they want to get him going early, and he doesn't take big hits. He gets skinny when guys come to hit him. He's slippery. He breaks tackles. He reminds you of Keaton. Like how did he break that tackle? But you look at that North Carolina game. He was a spark. He came in. It was down by one. It was you know seven to six. He ran the quarterback draw. He break. They run the inside zone. He kept it. Then he runs another inside zone where the end crashed all the way down. It was like they didn't even have anybody spying that kid. And he killed them. He, they, they killed them. But this is another team that wants to run the football. That's just what they want to do. Not saying that they can't pass the football because they did versus Pitt. 359 yards passing versus Pitt. They gave up 399. Versus Pitt, but when you look at their, their games this year, um, 
versus North Carolina, they had 261 yards rushing. Versus Clemson, which is a good defense, they had 95 yards rushing. And they held Clemson to just 284 yards total offense. Clemson beat them. Uh, their first game, Northern Illinois, they allowed 165 yards rushing and just 136 passing. On the flip side, they ran the ball 51 times for 271 yards. Versus Kennesaw State, they ran the ball 36 times for 158 yards. I said versus Clemson what they did. Versus North Carolina, I said what they did. 261 yards rushing. Pitt shut down their running game because they got behind fast. They only ran the ball 31 times for just 73 yards, but they did pass for 359 yards. That generated 21 points. They gave up 52. And then versus Duke, in which a game that they won, uh, they ran the ball 39 times for 143 yards, and they threw the ball 25 times for 297 Yards. So 12 completions, 297 yards, that's big plays. That's play action, taking a shot. Or play action, running a burst route, thinking you're going to drop into a zone, get get in the middle of the field, and, and let the playmakers make a play. Um, if I go through their games, I see. Versus Duke, they ran more than they threw. Versus Pitt. They had two more pass attempts than rush attempts still. So they're committed. It reminds me of Duke. They're going to stick to what they do. And a lot of that is, you know, quarterback design runs. Uh, Versus North Carolina, they only threw the ball 19 times that game. They did, you know, they ran the ball 43 times. Versus Clemson, they ran the ball 38 times. So they ran more than they threw. Kennesaw State, they ran 36 times, threw the ball 23 times. No, the noise they ran 51 times through 27 times. You get the picture. We went from giving up 200 yards a game rushing to 188. So they're going to they gonna run the football, ladies and gentlemen. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, they're looking at dude like, my. that might be the outlier game. They're going to really see if they really that good because we know we got the ace in the hole. We got... Sims, but looking at their past defense, where are they ranked in the ACC? Georgia Tech is at, is ninth. They're right under us in pass defense, giving up two hundred and twenty eight passing yards a game. Their defense efficiency is last in the ACC at one fifty one point seven. UVA is seventh. And their offense efficiency is actually third in the ACC, and we are sixth. So, let's see their rush defense. They are seventh in rush defense, giving up 154. Of course, we're last behind Wake Forest. We give up 188 now. And then rush offense, they are ninth. They average 166.8, and we are last right behind Virginia Tech. We average in 120. So, um, their total defense before we get up out of here, because I think that's all I got for you. Do I want to say anything else? Total defense, they are eighth overall. We're 11th overall. They give up 382 yards a game. We give up 413. Now, granted, that's with the Wake Forest. Like, the Wake Forest and the damn 
North Carolina games really threw a monkey wrench in our total defensive yards and stuff like that. It really killed us. But, oh, I did want to go over the size of the linebackers just because just to give you an idea of how their size plays into how fast that they play. So Quez Jackson, 6'1", 215. That's their leading tackler. He's 6'1", 215. Allende, Eli, or Ellie, he's 6'3", 232. That's like a prototypical, like, strong side backer. Um, Demetrius Knight, 6'2", 224. That's the other backer. Uh, let me see. That's Charlie, Charlie Thomas. Char- yeah, and Charlie Thomas is 6'2", 207. So you got 6'2", 207. He's ninth in the ACC in tackles. Allende is prototypical 6'3", 232. Um, and then Quez is 6'1", 215. So Quez and Charlie, it's like a safety playing backer. That means they feel comfortable in coverage. That's why they play a lot of man-to-man. And they will give you some type of combo zones, but majority of the time, Georgia Tech, it, it, it amazes me. Like, no matter who their coach is, defensive coordinator is, they playing man. When I was in at UVA, they play heavy man. And they play in your face, man. Like, they going to press you. Our receivers got to win off the line of scrimmage. Because they got some big corners. Trey Swindlin, number three, six foot, 196. Zamari Walton is 6'3", 190. Tobias Oliver, number eight, is 6'2". 197. Kenyatta Watson, number 12, is 6'1". Miles Sims, number 16, is 6'3". Everybody that played corner for them is 6'6", 6'3", 6'2", 6'1", 6'3", 6'1". Their safety, 6'3", 217. Tariq Carpenter, number 2, 6'4", 225. Like, their bigger size guys... Now you got to see what the what the hip flexibility look like. So that lets you know, man. Them some like usually our advantage is we got bigger size receivers. This is where I'm like, yo, Billy, yo, Billy the Goat Kemp. Let's go ahead and get them shifty ones in there for these big these big boys. They want to be six one, six two, six three. We're gonna bring that five eight at you, change the direction, turbo engine, Lego. And I know, I know. See, they're going to feel comfortable with Jelani, right? Because they got guys who's 6'3 and 6'4 back there. I'm telling you, they're going to play man. They're going to, I dare you. I dare you, B.A. That's what they're going to say. I dare you, B.A. Do that against us. We don't do that. We went up against, what's the kid from, from Pitt's name again? Is it Pritchard? What's the quarterback name? Pickett. Kenny Pickett. We went up against Kenny Pickett already. We done seen the best in the ACC. That's what they saying. I mean, that's just what they say. How many touchdown passes can he throw against them? One, two, three, four. A two-yard touchdown, 16-yard touchdown, 55-yard touchdown, 11-yard touchdown. So... Better believe if they play Pitt, man, they're going to play us, man. They play North Carolina, man. That's what they do. They get after you. And then offensively, they're going to come downhill, Heisha, Heisha, nice and physical with a little bit of speed. They can run. They got they got very good team speed, very good team speed. 
They they run rub routes on offense. They run pick plays on offense. They run mesh concept when they send the guys across the ball. They hope you bump into each other. They run smash concept with a hitch on the outside and a corner route by the number two receiver, and he'll stare down that side. So what he do is to the field, you got the back to the field, two receivers to the field. They run inside zone to the boundary, and he fakes it, puts it in the stomach, and he's looking to the field the whole time. And if the corner just show that he's square for a little bit, he'll lock on to the corner route. And they're double move to safeties. They want your safety to play man-to-man like we did versus North Carolina. They want that. They're going to take a shot. You got to make this kid be consistently accurate, right? Take away the deep ball. He throws a good deep ball. Take it away. A lot of times when you play against younger quarterbacks, you got to see if they patient, right? Usually the patience comes with maturity. The patience comes with more snaps and, and more games starting. Like we see with B.A., he's more patient now. You remember last year with B.A. would just force something? Like, damn, be patient. He still got time now. It ain't because his patience. It's just because he – feel like he's a true gunsling he throw it in there but make this kid make timing throws if you can't get to him get your hands up you know see how his clock operates see if he's locked on as like one mississippi two mississippi three like he feel like he got to take off can you make his eyes drop and look at the at the rush and the games that's being played versus keeping your eyes tall and using your pocket awareness to slide shuffle and continue to look down the field. Like, those are the things you want to do to a young quarterback versus a very aggressive defense that's playing press coverage. Don't feel like you got to throw the deep ball. You can still run stop routes. You can still run comebacks. You can still run bang eights. You tell your receivers, take your time at the line of scrimmage. Once you win at the line, stack them. Don't let them widen you out to the sideline and you make the window that much smaller. No, you lean on them, you stack them so you can two-way go Because once you stack them, meaning you, you step into where he's running, now he's trailing you. He's at the mercy of you. He has to try to guess where you're going. If you know you got a stop route, get a clean release. Or if you don't, just push up the field, push up the field, drop that hand to his back, his hind parts, and push him through. Slap him. And push him up the field. And be violent with your swim. Club down when you rip through. Look for the football. Work back to the ball. If you run an end route, you don't got to release inside. You can release outside. Stack them. Give them a little hint at the top. Bop. Like you're going to the outside. Boop, boop. Come back in. Make sure you give yourself enough room so you can clear yourself of the safety that's trying to come buzz down in the hole. And if you Billy Kemp, just read, make sure, is the middle backer dropping into a, is he buzzing into a zone or is he trying to wall me off? Because I think Billy can have a huge game. Just because of Jelani's presence, I think he's going to take one of the safeties and a backer every time. But the fact that they're bigger size guys, I could see them using a strong safety for Jelani. I could see one of them uh, safeties going with Wick, so that's why I think Billy is going to be the X factor. I could see Stalin in the slot. Going, going running a go route and just getting up on one of the safety's heels because they're not going to know what type of speed he really got. I can see us running a smash concept versus them because the safety's going to protect his inside. I seen it versus Pitt. He protect, like he gave up the bench route. It just pick it and throw it a couple of times. So I ain't going to talk your head off, man. Um, 
you know, offensively, we 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 definitely want to show we can run the football. You can't allow this team to pin their ears back and come after you because they're so fast. When they do trigger, they come violent. Like when they trigger one of their outside backers, they come fast, buddy. I mean, they they coming downhill, baby. Ain't no hesitation with them. And if you could escape, it's a huge game. Now, this this might be the perfect week to utilize the uh, jet sweeps as dummies. Show you could throw some slip screens. Use that speed against them because they flow fast to the football. If they see a guard pull, they, they flow, they go. I'm talking about it's fast. So you can use their aggressiveness against them by being strategic in how you use your counters. Not saying you got to run reverses, but just misdirections, sudden misdirections. It can't be slow developing mis- misdirections. It's got to be like downhill, cross blocks, traps, that type stuff where the back is going straight down. Because as soon as they hit, boom, you want to get through the whole bow and put pressure on them. So that's all I got for y'all, man. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Appreciate everybody that's been reaching out, been supporting, uh, coming to the Coach's Corner on BJ's. I appreciate y'all, man. Um, it's definitely been a blessing, man. Just just trying to represent the program in the way that I can. But uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. This is the preview of Georgia Tech. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you pulled something that you see in the game. Like, damn, Ballhawk was talking about that. There you go. I see it. But one thing that's going to jump out of you about Georgia Tech, they fast. They fast. They play aggressive. A good football team, man. Good football team. Definitely a great test for us to see if we could build off what we did versus Duke, um, especially defending the run. Still got to be sound on the back end when you have a dual threat quarterback. Got to be sound on the back end. Don't give up the big plays. Uh, and we limit limit the big plays. I think it would be difficult for them to methodically move the ball down the field in a consistent man, like consistently move the ball down the field. That's just my opinion, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got for y'all. Good as the enemy are great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let them tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do. And per request, we're going to go ahead and play that Ether by Nas, and we out of here. Peace. What's up? It's your time. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? Yeah. What? What's Jay-Z. What's up? Been on my... You love you know uh, style. Uh, you not uh, uh, Mess with your soul like ether. Well, Teach you the king, you know you. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the race. Brace uh, yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor style greetings. I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up. No guts. Left chest, face gone. How can I be garbage? That your cottage uh, at the side of your dome Come out of my throne I got this lock since 9-1 I am the truest Name a rapper that I ain't influenced Gave y'all chapters But now I keep my eyes on the Judas With Hawaiian Sophie fame Kept my name in his music Check it I mess with your soul like ether Teach well, you the king you know you Godson across the belly lose. I prove you lost already uh, Yo, pass me the L Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.